Hey guys, I'm your host, Miss Nikki, and I welcome you to Something to Say, where I speak on topics that aren't discussed in the church, but are felt and experienced in everyday life. God always has something to say to every one of us. What is he saying today? Good morning, good morning. This is like my third take. (laughs) My third take on re-recording. The devil is a liar and I will definitely get through this. We are going back to the courts of heaven, to the ancient of days, the highest court. And we are going to ask for a restraining order against demonic dreams. Have you ever had nightmares? I know I have. And if you're listening, I know you have as well. But we're coming against nightmares today. And it depends on what you think nightmares are. See, I stopped watching scary movies or demonically um, influenced television or um, social media or what have you because we are real spirit beings and we are very close to the spiritual realm, the spiritual world when we fall asleep. And so when you invite these things in your spirit, they can harass you. You can open up the door to have demonically engineered dreams. There are so many different types of dreams, right? That us as human souls, human beings could, uh, allow the spiritual realm to enter into us. So many different scriptures in the Bible where God has spoken to man um, through dreams because God does try and speak to us. But because we have all these worldly things going on, because, you know, I like to say this is too noisy spiritually, we cannot hear God's voice. So a lot of the times God will speak to us through dreams. And we know that the enemy is a copycat and we know that he does the same. He will attack you in your dreams. He will get you to re-invite a covenant that you may have broken in your dreams. You know, you shouldn't be eating in your dreams. You shouldn't be hugging anyone in your dreams. You shouldn't be drinking anything in your dreams. You shouldn't be signing anything in your dreams. And you should not be speaking to people in your dreams that you don't know. People with no faces or people who, you know, they keep turning their backs and you can't see the face. These are, um, like we spoke on the other day uh, in a previous episode about monitoring spirits and uh, I believe it was monitoring spirits familiar spirits these are familiar spirits these spirits that you see in your dream it's people that you can't see they face or people that you see but you don't know this person the enemy has sent these demonic figures in your dreams these demonic spirits excuse me these demonic spirits in your dream to come against you to get you to you know commit yourself to a covenant for your bloodline, for your generations. Um, These evil altars come against us in our dreams. That's why it's very important that you don't join your spirit into watching demonic activity on television. You know, you don't allow it into your your spiritual gates, your eyes, your 
your ears. You know, you have to cover those because we fight against the enemy every single day. Whether you know it or not, the enemy is accusing us daily. And so I spoke about this in my introduction to, is there a court in heaven? And so when you read the word, you know that the enemy, like the Bible says, is is going to and fro seeking who he may devour, seeking who he has the legal rights to devour. And so when we make our petition known unto God to tear down these demonic altars and get restraining orders against the enemy because we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, we can stop him. So we don't want to re-invite him by watching things that we shouldn't, by speaking things that we shouldn't say, by hearing things that we shouldn't say. Allowing these things in our spirit is giving the enemy legal right to be able to take over and to take full control. So I want to begin with the prayer. Um, And I do apologize in my previous videos, you guys have heard a lot of like crackling in the background. And what that was is these little um, loose leaf pockets. They're like plastic pockets to protect the paper. Um, Like I said to you guys, if I were you, I would jot down each of these prayers and keep it in some a place that's safe where you can go back and use it again. Um, that's what I've done. I've actually gotten a loose leaf so that I can go to the throne of grace, you know, whenever, especially when the Lord places it on my heart, and also so that I be able to share this with others. This is very vital. This is very vital and very important in your walk with Christ, that we use the authority that we have been given by Jesus Christ. We have the right to petition. We have a right to fight for the things that the Lord has given us, right? It's just like being a a parent and you give your kid $100 and the kid keeps telling you that the bully keeps taking their money. And so what you're going to do is give your kid strategies to fight back or strategies to go in another direction, to go in another lane in, in order to keep the bully from stealing from your kid. God blesses us. He blessed us before we were created. And that's one thing that we need to understand. The enemy will have you thinking that you're not blessed. The enemy will have you thinking that the Lord did leave you, that he's left you alone to deal with finances, that he's left you alone to deal with broken homes and broken situations. But the devil is a liar. I'm coming this morning to tell you that God has already blessed you and that we have to fight. We have to go to the throne of grace spiritually. You know, the word says that the kingdom suffer in violence, but the violence take it by force. And so that's what we have to do. We have to get on our knees and we have to sit before God. We know that he is a loving, good father. You guys know that that's something that I'm always speaking on is how good God is. And the reason I do that is because so many times in my life, the enemy has tried to make me believe that I had did something so wrong or that I was living in my life in such a way that God would never forgive me or that the reason why I was in certain situations was because God had left me. And I'm here today to tell you that the devil is a liar. It is a natural response for the human to feel like if they've done something wrong, they received the punishment for it. It's a natural response that we're going to think like that. But God's word stands. He says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So we have to meet God where he is. And that is definitely going to the courts of heaven. So we're going to start off with this scripture. 
And this scripture is definitely pertaining to this prayer. So again, if I were you, I would uh, repeat this prayer after me, even if you have to pause the audio to do so. Repeat it after me so that the Lord may deliver you in his timing. All right. So Daniel, this is uh, coming from Daniel 2 and verse 3. And the king said to them, I have had a dream and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. Heavenly Father, I stand in your royal courtroom because of the blood and finished work of Jesus on the cross. I have come to receive your righteous judgment over my life. Heavenly Father, I ask that the court of heaven be seated according to Daniel 7.10. I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, I call upon your holy angels to be witness to this legal and righteous transaction. I also decree and declare that all the demonic entities, institutions, and human beings who will be impacted directly by the divine restraining order that I am requesting will be duly notified by the holy angels who service the court of heaven. In Jesus' name I pray. Heavenly Father, I decree and declare that every demonic entity, earthly institution, and human being will respect, honor, and abide by your righteous judgment in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, I repent for any and everything that Satan is using to visit to visit demonic dreams upon me while stopping my destiny from becoming a reality. Heavenly Father, even as I stand in your court, I present myself as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable before you according to Romans 12.1. Lord, I repent before you for any place of sin concerning wrong motives, wrong intentions, or any place where I have not guarded my heart. Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood so Satan has no legal footing to resist any divine restraining order. I have need for your supreme court. Heavenly Father, your word says that Jesus is my faithful advocate before the righteous judge and the courts of heaven. Lord Jesus Christ, I summon you as my advocate to help me plead my case before the righteous judge for a divine restraining order against any and all forms of demonically engineered dreams. Lord, it is not your will for me to be harassed by nightmares or demonic dreams. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Heavenly Father, I present before your Supreme Court the following scriptures as evidence as to why you should grant me a divine restraining order against any and all forms of demonically engineered dreams. It is written, Daniel 2, 3. And the king said to them, I have had a dream and my spirit is anxious to know the dream. Job 33, 14, 15. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds. Heavenly Father, based upon the aforementioned scripture, it is clear that if the court does not impose a divine restraining order against demonically engineered dreams in my life, the devil will cause great injury to my life, destiny, and inflict imparable damage 
to the purposes of God. Heavenly Father, I repent my, for my sins, transgressions, and for the iniquities of my bloodline that may have opened the door for demonically engineered dreams to afflict me. Lord, every sin of my forefathers that the enemy would be using as a legal right to build cases against me and to deny me my destiny, I ask that the blood of Jesus would just wash it away. I ask that every legal right the devil has over my life be revoked in Jesus' glorious name. Heavenly Father, I also repent for all covenants with demons that have existed in my ancestral bloodline. Lord, I ask that any agreement with demons would be resounded. Lord, any demonic right to claim my bloodline, me and my children, is now dismissed from your courts. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord, for revoking these demonic covenants and altars in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, I divorce myself from any and all forms of demonically engineered dreams and nightmares that have afflicted me. I give back everything the devil, demons, and demonic altars would say came from them. I only want what the blood of Jesus secured for me. Heavenly Father, I am now asking that a divine restraining order against demonically engineered, excuse me, engineered dreams and nightmares be issued over my life by your Supreme Court. In Jesus' name I pray. Heavenly Father, I decree that any and all forms of demonically engineered dreams that Satan is using against me are now canceled in Jesus' glorious name. Heavenly Father, I receive this divine restraining order by faith in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that you shall fulfill all the days of my life that you wrote in my book of destiny long before you created me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So again, I pray that you would take that prayer and use it as a weapon against the enemy. Go ahead and get your restraining order because it is definitely something that is real. It has happened for me. I've used these prayers in different situations in my life. And by God's glory, it has definitely happened for me. God has opened those doors and gave me the restraining orders that I requested. I've had different dreams and I can give you an example of one. This was before I started going back to the court of heaven um, spiritually. I had a dream that I was taking a shower in my mom's old house and she was watching me take a shower like she was watching me with no clothes on. And I knew when I got up from that dream that that dream was demonically influenced. That was not really my mom watching me. That was a monitoring spirit watching me, wanting to know all the intricate details of my life, what I was doing, what I was going to do, what I had done. That's what these monitoring spirits do. That's what they come in your dream for. They are trying to find out information on you so that they can report it back to the enemy and they can figure out their next weapon towards you. How to delay you, how to stop you, how to keep you from moving forward. And not only um, in the things of God, not only in your ministries, not only in the things that God has called you to, but different areas of your life, your finances, your job, your business, your business 
your children, anything that should be going on in your life, the enemy will try to find a way to stop it because we need to know that the the enemy is not omnipresent. He cannot be everywhere at one time like God can. So he sends his imps, he sends his uh, monitoring spirits, he sends the familiar spirits, he sends all these entities to us, try to figure out a way to stop us from moving forward. And so when I had that dream, I had to come against it, you know, in the spiritual realm. As soon as I woke up, I had to denounce every demonically engineered dream. I had to come against every familiar spirit. I had to come against every monitoring spirit. We have to fight, you know, in the spirit. We have to know that these things do exist. These things are real. You know, that's just an example of one of the many dreams that I've had. I mean, I remember dreaming in the past and not even knowing what those dreams meant. But as I did my research, as I've heard testimonies from other saved individuals who's gone through demonic warfare or read books and, you know, just did my research, I found so many different ways to interpret these demonically engineered dreams. We don't have to take it. We don't have to take it. It does not have to stop you know, only at the place of you renouncing it once you get up. Sometimes you have to go to war with the enemy because he is persistent. He is an enemy that will not give up. The one thing that I learned about the enemy and that we all know, we all know that the enemy is a liar, right? We all know that. That's not, you know, far from your knowledge if you are saved. We know that the enemy is a liar. The word says that he's a liar. But the one thing that we need to understand is that the enemy's weapon is the fact that he believes his own lies. And so the enemy truly, honestly forgets who's covered by God, and then he is someone who does not play fair. So even when he convinces himself that his lies are true, when he convinces himself that his lies is true, he will come against you. Whether he knows that you are going to fight him back with the word of God, or whether he knows that Jesus is your advocate or not, the enemy lies to himself in such a manner that he honestly plays unfair and will still attack you. And so that's why things like these prayers are definitely a great tool in your arsenal to come back to the enemy and allow him to know who you stand with, that you are redeemed of the Lord, that Jesus is your advocate, that he is always standing in a place. The word says that he is seated right side, the the father, you know, interceding for us. He is always, as as the accuser is accusing us, Jesus is interceding and praying for us constantly. So he is our advocate. You are not alone in these prayers. You may feel stupid at first, and of course, that's your flesh making you feel like you're doing these things and nothing is happening. But I'm telling you, as a witness, I've been in a place where... God has allowed me to be desperate. He's put me in a place where I had no choice but to go to him and to ask him for these restraining orders. And it worked. It worked. I'm a living witness that it worked. So again, I thank you guys for coming on. I pray that this blessed you. I hope that you would take these tools and use them. They are very vital in your fight. 
you know, against the enemy. Again, he is a liar and he's such a good, good liar because he believes his own lies. And because he believes his own lies, the the word says that he will flee, but he's coming back. He's coming back because he convinces himself that every word that he speaks is the truth. And this is why the enemy attacks you. He also attacks you again, like I stated earlier, because he plays unfair. So it doesn't matter, you know, like I said earlier, that I had convinced myself, you know, that I was so bad off that I had done so much that I could not be forgiven, that the Lord was not with me that he would no longer bless me, that I was done for. You know, these are things that the enemy tells you to to make you think that you don't have a fighting chance, but he is a liar. And so because of that, because he's a liar, because he is unfair, Jesus did it all. He finished the work on the cross. And so we got to keep our minds stayed in him to understand that. You know, we know that we cannot fight this enemy by ourselves. Satan is too powerful for a human being to fight alone. You know, Jesus has already done the work. We have to allow him to fight for us. And so again, you got to understand that things may happen to you in life that's unfair right? And you feel like you're walking right. You feel like you're doing right. You feel like you're you're being obedient to the will of God on your life. Don't blame God for the things that are happening. The enemy is an unfair, uh, unfair fighter. He's the one that will bring a knife to the boxing match. That's just who he is. And we got to understand that. But we also have to understand that if we are in Christ Jesus, we will win the fight. The end of the Bible says that we have won, that we have the victory. So you have to stand in your victory. So again, I love you guys. I thank you for returning to another episode. This is probably going to be my last on the courts of heaven for now until the Holy Spirit leads me differently. But again, I pray that you guys will seek out Dr. Francis Miles and Robert Henderson for these books. There are a lot of other people who talk about them. But these are the specific prayers that I got from them. And these are the ones that helped me. So I've given them to you. Um, Again, I will see you on another episode. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning into Something to Say. Currently airing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, web browser, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, just to name a few. For updates, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Both handles are the same. Something to say podcast 21. That's S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N-G, the number two, S-A-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T 21. This is where you can get updates for new uploads. And for those of you who cannot follow us on podcast forums, the link to our YouTube channel is located in the bio. Please subscribe, comment, like, and share so our message spreads out to more listeners. Inbox me or email me. Our email is something to say podcast 21. S O M E T H I N G, the number two. S-A-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-21 
at gmail.com. Please send in DMs on topics you'd like to discuss, prayer requests, or questions that you might have. Those of you requesting certain topics can do so anonymously. I pray that the words spoken today will take root in your heart and feed your soul. Until next time, be blessed in the name of our Lord.